You're listening to another episode of The Zag, continuing our series featuring our amazing 2019 NLC LA fellows. Sarah Mustafa is here, excited to catch up with what she's working on professionally, what she's excited about with the Institute in January. So much to discuss, so let's get to it. All right, Sarah, so you're a little bit unique uh, in our fellowship in that you're not in L.A. proper. Give folks a little bit of a geography lesson about where you hang out most of the time. Sure. So I live in a little city called Santa Maria, which is in the central coast of California. So it's it's right between Los Angeles and San Francisco, and it's right on the coast. Yeah, and when you think about the issues that are top of mind in LA, whether it's homelessness, affordable housing, traffic, those kind of things, are those same issues present where you are, or something different? I would I would say so. Um, I think you know, big city issues are in some ways more magnified maybe than they are in small cities, but definitely, um, you know, Santa Maria is struggling with. A lot of the same things I would imagine LA is, um, you know, trying to grow jobs, bring jobs to the area, um, trying to sort out its transportation network. It's very sprawled up over here, so it's very difficult to rely on public transit if you need to move around from city to city. That's obviously a huge issue that LA is tackling with as well. Um, So yeah, I would say cities are all kind of, you know, more or less thinking about the same things nowadays. Yeah. And then you're trying to balance some interesting things. So being a champion for economic development, but also sustainable planning, trying to balance economic and environmental welfare. Tell folks how you try to do that in your day job. Yeah, sure. So I I view sustainability as not like a silo. Uh, it's not It's not about one thing. It's not about putting solar on rooftops or recycling, but it's really a holistic framework for approaching really anything that we do, whether it's building, a, you know, planning a city, where we place housing, how, you know, we, we build our buildings, even HR policies. Um, and so I definitely don't see that there's a conflict at all with um, sustainability and economic development. I think sustainability has the potential um, to generate just as much jobs as some of um, traditional sources of, you know, energy have historically. I've read a statistic that California employs more in the solar industry than people are employed in coal in the country. So I don't I don't know if that's quite true, but I thought that was interesting. And I think more importantly is sustainability brings a lot of benefits that aren't typically part of the cost equation, but that I, I really do think should be. So for instance, um, you know, it saves us on a lot of negative externalities like air pollution or reducing green, greenhouse gas emissions. And these are real benefits that have economic value, and I think that should really be part of the conversation. And then in terms of who you're working with on these projects, is it local government, state initiatives? Who's the main uh, groups of folks that you're talking to? Yeah, so my career shifted around a bit. I started off in the private sector. Um, I did a lot of work with energy efficiency. Um, speaking of, you know, economic... Um, Drivers, energy efficiency is a great example of, uh, you know, a way that sa- to save energy and to save money at the same time. So I was consulting uh, with utilities in Detroit on energy efficiency issues. And then um, my husband and I moved to California, and I wanted to work specifically with local government. I wanted that experience. And so um, I spent two years uh, work, uh, you know, helping lead some energy programs that we have over here in the county. 
Uh, that was a really great experience. Um, a lot of public-private partnerships, a lot of looking how to rethink uh, government infrastructure. Um, you know, the county is putting its first solar, uh, you know, bringing in the first solar, which is super exciting. Um, and so I, I, I kind of had my hands in different buckets for a while there. And now I work for a management consulting firm. So I switched gears. I'm back in the private sector, but I'm consulting for cities and for states. So I'm a management consultant for the public sector. And a lot of my work still does touch on sustainability, um, whether it's clean energy, transportation, energy efficiency. We're in a position where we're advising uh, you know, local governments all the time on, on exciting initiatives. So it's cool to be back, uh, I guess, in the private sector, but still keeping my pulse on, on that world. Yeah. And then the last thing, what's something you're looking forward to once we get all the fellows together for the first time in January? Uh, I'm honestly really looking forward to just learning from everybody. Um, I know it's probably the answer everyone's given you, but uh, for me, just not being in LA, it's a chance for me to learn about LA. It's a chance for me to learn about, um, you know, all the different spaces and, and areas of activism that people in the cohort are involved with. So it's like I'm learning about LA through this amazing network, learning about everyone's work. I think it's the it's really the best way to to begin 2019 and uh, to to learn a lot and grow a lot. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, we're looking forward as well and excited to have your perspective in the group. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. You can catch up on all past episodes and learn all about our 2019 fellows. You can find all those podcasts. They're short and sweet. At Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places on the internet that you go for your podcast, it's there. So until next time, we'll catch you soon.